Good evening. Welcome back to another episode of the Hitchcock Minute. Each week, Movies by Minutes hosts examine the 1959 Alfred Hitchcock-directed thriller, North by Northwest, one minute of screen time per episode. This is Minute 118, quite possibly the greatest paper minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry from the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. And I'm Chris Derkach, also from the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. And Chris, we are in the middle of the cat and mouse game between Cary Grant and a building, because nobody knows he's there. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a silent film? Was this a silent film? <laughs> no. It's, <laughs> no it's just a piano player back there. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is this is great. I thought we thought we were into the talkies by this point. <laughs> I've never seen a color silent film. I'm, I'm sure you have, but a colorized silent film, maybe. Have you yeah, ever maybe. seen a Let's go back a step. Have you ever seen a silent film? Yeah, well, not sat and watched the whole thing, but I definitely saw, oh. what is it, Groucho Marx? Is that his name? Groucho Marx is not in silent films. Well, who's the guy who looks like him? Uh, then? Oh, here we go. Yes. <laughs> Everyone at home laughing at your stupidity, not knowing who you're talking about. Come on, Chris. Keep keep reaching for it. I don't know. Just forget it. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who may or may not look like Groucho Marx, who was in silent films. Here, name one person in a silent film. Uh, Nosferatu. Nosferatu. Nice try. That was the name of the movie. <laughs> No, I think I the one you were struggling for might have been Charlie Chaplin. Charlie Chaplin, that's who I meant. <laughs> you goof. <laughs> I love how you just let me struggle for a while, too. That's the best part. <laughs> you know, could have gone. You could have gone uh, Charlie Chaplin. You go little Buster Keaton, little Harold Lloyd. They all look like they're all the same person. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not. If you play a piano behind somebody, they look like they all look the same once the piano's playing. Behind. Here, I'll sum up those people's career uh, for most people. Uh, Charlie Chaplin is the guy with the mustache who walks with the funny with the umbrella in his hand. Buster Keaton's on the front of the train and Harold Lloyd's hanging off the clock. There you go. I just summed up pretty much what 90% of the people know about those movies. Isn't Buster Keaton that 80s singer that you sent the videos all the time? He's weird Are you thinking of Buster Poindexter by chance? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> <laughs> he was also in uh, Scrooged. Yeah. Think of that guy? Yeah, that's Buster Poindexter. You're that's right. a different person. <laughs> all right. This minute starts with Cary Grant's fingers. And ends with Roger Thornhill climbing something. <laughs> like I'm not quite sure what. Yeah, it, it. I talked about it in the last minute. You were, or a couple minutes before. Um, it doesn't fit. It's not the right size for what they show you in the beginning. <laughs> we'll get. We'll get there. Let's start at the beginning. Yeah. Um, I didn't. The minute before this is Cary Grant's just like huddling behind this little rock outcropping here. Yeah. But the way that the minute begins, it looks like they're trying to show that he's hanging off of it, which he's not. But it's just funny to think of like, oh, Roger Thornhill is hanging by his fingertips over the side here. <laughs> not a not an ounce of sweat on him. It, it does really look like they're trying to make it look like he's hanging, but you see him walk up to it. He stand, He can stand up next to it, actually. Yeah, he's, he's obviously not doing that, but it's funny yeah. to think. Um, we get to see this uh, the car pull in, and this place, when they did the architecture for here, he's like, can I just have... Just a lot of slatted stone. I just, just all of it. And random walls with no roofs on them. Yeah, just, just a wall over here. Do you want it to connect to anything? Not at all. I, I want, I would just want a piece of Hadrian's wall right here for no reason. And I'm gonna put a tree in front of it. No, 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 not behind it. Inside the driveway. <laughs> Inside the driveway, like a kook. Yeah. Um, it looks like. 
kind of like the front you would pull up to like a, a hotel, except you yeah. wouldn't all be this weird slate stone nonsense. When you pull up to those hotels, I never know if I'm supposed to leave my car there and go inside. I always get weirded out by that. I always go park in the parking lot next to the hotel. I feel like anything I do will be wrong. Like yeah. if you don't leave it there, they're like, sir, you could have left your car here. And if you leave it there, some somebody's going to run outside and be like, oh, we don't leave cars out here, Joker. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Um, what kind of car is that, Chris, by the way? Take a guess. <laughs> mm, it's a Cadillac. No. No, not at all. No, no I, I have no idea. Here, I'll, I'll bail you out. Just try to guess a year on it. 1947. It is a 1952 Ford Custom Line. Is it a Ford? Yeah. Or, or pretty much like, it looks like every car between like 48 and like 53. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that. I just, I just didn't want anybody to know I was a car guy, so I didn't want to say it. Oh, yeah, that, that, that's, that's the real problem. You're a real, you're a real gearhead. You couldn't even come up with a term. You're like, oh, I'm a car guy. <laughs> you know, a room room guy. <laughs> Yeah, you are no Fast and Furious, my friend. So the car pulls in. What is this leaning against the wall outside? Is that a beach chair? <laughs> it does look like a beach chair. <laughs> I'm not sure uh, it looks like a pallet. A little tiny pallet? Like, like a, a tiny trampoline? It, it's weird. <laughs> it's where uh, Van Damme comes out and hops up and down on it. Like, wee! <laughs> this is so much fun. Uh, so goon number one here is coming in with a, a paper in his hand. Uh, good number two is MIA. I'm pretty sure he went down in the the, the biping crash earlier. I don't think we're ever actually given that information, but that's what happened. Oh, there's yeah. another one up here. Are they chairs? Yeah, because there's another one up front. It is a chair. I was right. It is a chair. It's a it's a weaved like chair cloth chair. But like, how, look how low to the ground it is. Like, did they lay on the ground? It's a beach chair. That's why. Uh, Leonard, come outside. I want to sit in my beach chairs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy I got to break out my James Mason, which sounds nothing at all like my Cary Grant. I, I, I thought it was. I thought it was doing Cary Grant. Shut your mouth. No, James Mason's all in the back of the back of the throat. All it's all the teeth. Like just just come in here. And let's discuss this, Leonard. Yeah, I can't just you. I can't get upper crust enough for what he is. Uh, we get to see the housekeeper from earlier. She shows up, the one that said that Thornhill was drunk. She looks mad too when she walks out. She looks yeah. very angry. I think she may have resting mad face. I think she may, too. Um, this doesn't seem to be a gigantic criminal enterprise. All we really see here is, right now, we only see Van Damme. Um, Goon number one. We'll see Eve in a second. And uh, we don't see Leonard right now. But he's floating around somewhere doing God knows what. <laughs> Just upstairs with his picture of Van Damme. Like, I love you so much, sir. <laughs> uh, but we- apparently, this is Cary Grant's a little dissuaded. He doesn't want to go in through the front door. He wants to find a back way in. He has he ducked back down. So just his eyeballs are showing. Not even his fingers are showing anymore. I mean, honestly, they shouldn't be able to see him anyway because it's dark outside and they have the lights on inside. Right. There should be no way in the world they should see him outside. But um, I do enjoy inside. You get to see uh, Good Number One comes in to show to give the paper to Van Damme. Yeah. Van Damme's got his crisp little like blue gray suit on, and the other guy has like the light gray suit on, and Eve's got like a little orange number on. I like that. Everybody's color like really pops. It makes it easy to see what is going on inside. Yeah. Imagine if they were all wearing like blue. You're like, I what? What's going what on in there? That? Which guy is that? Yeah. <laughs> when he walked over to that little hill, I don't think he walked up a big old incline. Not oh yeah, not, the uh, the terrain makes no sense. No, not at all. Yeah, but if you, you see inside, what I do like about inside is even when he's we were quote unquote looking from outside, everything's really like the outside is pitch black. Yeah, and. Even inside, he can see, but you're not getting great features in there. Like, you can see them because they're lit by the two lamps. Right. But it's not like it's movie lit. 
Or like you no, can no, see no. every inch. Like when when you have lights on in a room, they only light a certain portion of the room. They don't like every nook and cranny is not lit unless you got it right. lit up like you know it's the stadium. That back wall looks like it may be just a stud wall because you can't see. You know, it just looks like beams or something across the back. It's a stud wall. That's where Cary Grant goes. He goes so, in the stud wall. Hey, hey, I mean, I think what we're hearing about a stud wall. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. <laughs> Cary Grant's gonna go in there, get on the stud wall. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Roger Thornhill would be up for some studying with Miss Eve Kendall. <laughs> and then Cary Grant looks lost, wistful. I don't know what he's doing. He looks completely out of it now that he doesn't have his full suit on anymore. It's like, my God, look at him, totally dressed down like a bum, wearing just a $400 dress shirt. <laughs> he even got the top unbuttoned and no I know, un- unbuttoned tie. Like, excuse me, sir, what do you think this is? I think it's a carnival. <laughs> you can't go prowling around outside somebody's house without a jacket. <laughs> without a jacket and a tie? What are you, some kind of heathen? Uh, then he heads down, and there's more slate wall. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. The whole build up. You know how long it took to build, build that building with all them, them rocks? <laughs> now, I know this is not what it is, but when he goes down to the side, it looks like there's a giant piece of the building that's built crooked. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it's underneath of that, that um, porch they have on the side. But that yeah. is, that's heavy-duty stuff holding that little porch out. It's another one of those things that, like, I've, you see them on houses sometimes, and you're like... There was no need for that. Right. Like, why did you build that? There was, you, there was no. Why did you do that? <laughs> We're just going to make it, an overhang for no reason. I mean, I, I referenced this a few minutes ago about Frank Lloyd Wright, but that's, I mean, that's what they were going for. And that's what it looks like, where it's just like, uh, yes, right here, I would just like to put, we're going to have to put some support beams here, some buttresses. Is there any reason for that? No, just, just, yeah, just for the hell of it. We're going to put it up here. And is it holding anything up? Is it holding up the porch? No, the porch is totally supported by uh, other things. Uh, Okay, then <laughs> it's decorative. Then what's this for? <laughs> well, when they show the the far away shot of the house, those they look very small, and then now he's climbing on it at this point. Well, I mean, it's built so Cary Grant can climb up on it later. Yeah, that's, that's I mean, exactly that's why. honestly that's what it's there for. <laughs> How else like, is he uh, going to get into the house? I'm the definitely going to get up there. <laughs> he could have scaled the, that slat wall. It's got like finger holes and everything in that thing. I know. I mean, at least it'll be an easy climb for him. Like, it would be me. I would get there, and the whole place would be made of glass and be completely sheer. And I'd be like, well, I'm never getting up there. <laughs> I'd smash through a it. Suction cup? Yeah. <laughs> suction cup my way up there. Like, every bad spy movie you've ever seen. Like, here I go. Yeah. <laughs> no way I'm going to get caught. <laughs> I can't get this stupid suction cuff off. <laughs> uh, excuse me, sir. Are you trying to climb up my wall? <laughs> That was that Cary Grant or James Mason? Uh, that was James Mason that somehow became Cary Grant halfway through. <laughs> Listen, as soon as I start hearing you try to do it, like then I'll be impressed. <laughs> no, it's better to just criticize and not give you anything to give back at. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, no, no. I'm not going to get involved. Uh, I'm just going to irritate you when you try to do it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's it. <laughs> I like that you just died. You just tapped out halfway through it. You're like, nope, I'm done here. That's it. We got nothing else. Um, As usual, I, Chris, thanks for bringing nothing to the table. <laughs> I do enjoy when he walks into the house, though. The goon, he walks past that window. It looks like a nice shadow puppet window because you can see everything's shadow going by on the inside. <laughs> He's doing shadow puppets. <laughs> Stop there and do some shadow puppets. Hey, Leonard, come over here and look what I'm doing. Look, it's a dog. It's a dog. Wait, it's a bird. <laughs> It's a bird. This looks like Eve Kendall betraying us. What? Who said that? <laughs> All right, Chris. So um, we're getting down to our last couple of days here. And I know you wanted to go through the rest of the AFI list with me. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> Let's try not to kill ourselves. We'll try to do like 10 more. Um, 
Hopefully you have actually seen some of these movies. That'd be helpful. <laughs> usually, I, usually I haven't. So, I believe we left off at forty-one, which was King Kong. Which I, I do enjoy, King Kong. Um, so forty is the sound of music. Oh, my daughter loves that movie. The Hills Are Alive. Yes, my daughter does too. It's a three-hour movie, which I got to be. Listen, I was about to crap all over, but sound music's pretty good. <laughs> it's not bad. But wait, did you watch the uh, the the play, the live play of it? A couple. Of years it ago? was garbage. Yes, it I did was watch it. So bad, and I got. It was unwatchable. It. My daughter had it on our DVR, and she used to watch it all the time, and it accidentally got deleted. That's how bad it was. Accidentally? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've had some of those. <laughs> I've had a few of those. I have you watched a few any of them like the um the live ones? I haven't the only one I liked was the the when they did the um all in the family the live one. Yeah, that's a live show. I'm yeah. talking about the live musicals no, and stuff. Yeah, I've watched them all. I watched every one of them and I didn't like one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was it um Peter Pan I've, last I've, year? Yeah, Peter that one was it Peter Pan? There was Yeah, Peter Pan cuz uh Christopher Walken was Hook. Yeah, yeah. I mean it was Christopher Walken so okay, but it wasn't good. Yeah, I watched it for Christopher Walken. I'm like, oh, I love you, Christopher Walken, but this isn't going well. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> how good can they do on live, on live TV anyway? But at least nobody's, like, fallen yet or anything like that. Not they haven't had, like, well, no, uh, when Rent was going to come on, like, the night before, they did, like, a, a walkthrough, and the dude broke his leg. Oh, and they yeah. had to – they didn't do the whole, like, second half of the show. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the second half of the show was all, like, um, taped wow. from one of their earlier rehearsals. Get so like it, it wasn't even live. I didn't watch that one. I didn't even know that one was on to be honest. My my wife had my daughter watch it. And I'm like, this is pathetic. <laughs> All right. So moving. Where are we? I'm lost now. Sound oh, music. sound of music. All right. So moving up. Number 39 on the charts. How many days do we have left of this? Oh, I might have to do like 15 of these this time. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Number 39. Doctor Strange Love. Oh, I forgot to say. Sound of music. Um, first of all, sound of music on the list, and is it higher than North by Northwest? Yeah. I think so. <laughs> yeah, on the list, and yeah, above it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't really care about where it is, but it definitely deserves to be on here. Uh, now that I lost my side. Oh, the next one is Doctor Strange Love. I, I don't know. You don't know it's Stanley Cooper? Come on, man. Watch a movie once in a while. <laughs> it is a fantastic movie uh, with Peter Sellers. You, that is a absolute must see. So is that above this? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do have a problem with this list in one way, uh, and this would affect Hitchcock. There are some directors on here like four and five times. Oh, yeah. So if you're, you're going to have a top 100, the 100 greatest films of all time, and like I think Spielberg's on here five times. I mean, come on, dude. <laughs> like, right. no. I wanted to li- limit it to like two, but you are making some tough cuts if you do that. Yeah. Cause I think Hitchcock has four of them on here. So you'd have to cut the four Hitchcocks to two, which we talked about before. It's not easy. Yeah. But I'm also willing to do it because here's a little uh, trivia question. Everybody listening at home, there's 100 films, right? How many of the directors are women? It is zero. Um. Now, listen. I understand that this was a male-dominated film uh, field for a long time. It's obviously not going to be 50-50. It's not going to be anywhere near 50-50. Right. But zero? Right. Like something. Oh, come on. How, yo, how about Penny Marshall, League of Their Own? <clears throat> right. Right there. I Listen, I've already gone through. I could throw like a third of this list off of here. <laughs> Easily. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I, I'm not even including the stuff I haven't seen because that's unfair to kick something off you haven't seen. But there's some yeah, there's some stuff I can lose easily. Let's see if we hit any. We're up pretty high, though. Hopefully we won't hit any. We, we're like, yeah, get that out of here. Uh, number 38 is Treasure of the Sierra Madre. I don't know what that is. I saw it when I was a kid, but it's been so long. It's a vague memory. Do you know anything about it? No. no idea. Yes, you do know something about it. You know the line from it. What? Badges? We don't need no stinking badges. That's what that's from? 
Yeah, which is not even like I'm I'm misquoting the misquote. Right, right. But I've I've heard a misquoted a million times. Yeah, but that's what it's from. Wow, I don't know. It's supposed to be a great movie. I've heard it reviewed other places, and they say it's great. I I gotta be honest, I haven't seen it. It's, so go into the comments, uh, man on Washington's nose, <laughs> and tell me if that's a great movie. Because I got news for you, I haven't seen the next one either. The next one is I, now I lost it. We're best years of our lives, number nope. thirty-seven. Never William Wyler. It's from 1946. It's supposed to be a great movie, but it's also supposed to be like a super depressing movie, and it's kind of hard to find. Okay, and I like depressing movies anyway. So. Yeah. Uh, number 37 from 1946. No, that's from 1957. I got to learn to read. Uh, Bridge on the River Kwai. I have seen that. Yes, that I like that movie, and yeah, David Lean's awesome. So, uh, I'm I'm a little confused. I thought it was a British movie, so I'm not sure how it's on the AFI list. But there's a couple of those on here <laughs> where they're like a little shaky. Like Lawrence of Arabia is on here. I'm like, ah, uh, pretty sure that's a British movie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't see them claiming the the garbage movies. They're they're, they're taking the good ones. Um, here's one I can kick off the list. 1977 Annie Hall. Yeah. Uh, don't really care for it. Don't really care for Annie Hall for uh, Woody Allen. I could kick him off just for being him. But I got to be honest, though. I don't even think that's the best Woody Allen movie of the ones I, I've seen. I, I know that's the one everybody loves, but I don't think it's his best movie. His movies kind of like run together for me. I never know which one's which. Like I'm like I'm Also, eh. even if you can subtract the man from his work, like I think he's an awful dirtbag. But like even if you can subtract him from that. So this is 1977, Woody Allen's whatever age. Um, he keeps dating people in his movies that are like well below the age they should be forever. Oh yeah, he's like seventy with like there are a couple times people who are not eighteen. Right. Like this is not a person who hid who he was. Like he put it on TV. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> so no, he wasn't even I could lose that. it just for who I could cancel him easily. <laughs> I've also never been a great fan of his. Like he's not unfunny. I get why it's funny, and like I get it. It's quirky. Blah blah blah. I don't care. Uh, I know people love his movies, but I, they all have a weird feel to them. Like I don't, I don't. Yeah, here's a hard left turn after Woody Allen, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I gotta say that I think it belongs on there, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean it belongs on there because like if you're gonna somehow represent Disney, like is it the best Disney animated movie? No, no. But like you're gonna but, put the first one on there. <laughs> but for its time, it's amazing. It uh, for its time, it is it is yeah. unbelievable compared to other movies that it came out against. Absolutely. It's so good that you can play it now. And while kids can tell it's from a different era, they don't like, oh, I can't watch this. No, right, please don't watch it. Yeah, they'll watch it. They'll definitely watch it. <laughs> like, think of that movie's like 80 years old, over 80 years old. <laughs> you know what used to bother my daughter is the, the, the voice, her voice when she sings. Oh, because she's way up there. I'm like, I'm not, yeah. there's one, even I'm not attempting. I can't even get anywhere near no, there. It's odd. It's, it's, it, sounds, it sounds strange. And I never noticed it until she mentioned it, but she was like, You're I don't like, like yeah, her singing. <laughs> uh, one after that is 1975 One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest oh, that's, that's, a, that's a great movie and yeah. definitely deserves to be on there yeah. um, 1974 at 32 The Godfather Part 2 you were getting awfully quiet over there for The Godfather Part 2 <laughs> yeah. I, I honestly I don't even know if I've seen The Godfather Part 2 I, I had such a hard time with the first one I did see it as a matter of fact I got. and this is when you have lost every person I know I know, I know. I, you know I can't understand Marlon Brando in the first one at all. He's not he's not that hard to understand. It, it is a great movie, and you are 100% wrong about this. Like, listen, I'll listen to your Breaking Bad nonsense, but, like, <laughs> I will not hear you talk about The Godfather. Also, yeah, it, I did I did like, the, you know, the movie itself, but it's, I don't know, it's too long. I'm tired. I want to go to sleep. I love that you said that. You think The Godfather's too long. I feel like it's too long. How long do you think The Godfather is? I feel like it's three hours. 
that's too long. Like you're trying to say you've never seen a three hour movie. First of all, I, I we've gone through this on on our own podcast, Jeff. I fall asleep on 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 hour and a half movies. So. It's just it's just is, you're is just the, the absolute worst. Hours? It's two hours and fifty five minutes. Yeah, it's too long. Cut an hour <laughs> out of that. Come on, you're such a baby. <laughs> Ooh, it's too long. It's too long. I'm telling you, I, the movies nowadays. I want them to put an intermission in so I can get up and go to the bathroom, stretch my legs. I'm tired. It's a lot of work sitting there for three hours. Oh, what a baby. <laughs> All right. Number 31 in 1941, The Maltese Falcon. I don't think I've ever seen it. Uh, I, I, that's another one I saw like, you know, 25 years ago on like TBS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I did see it, it was probably like a Sunday morning or something on TBS. You're right. Um, I will. Eh, you know what? We'll, we'll go to 30 and stop. Number 30 from 1979, Apocalypse Now. Yeah. I mean, it belongs on there. I don't know if it's better than this. I got to be honest. Like, I like that movie. Uh, I'm not sure you so? need it. I'm not yeah. sure you need it, especially if you're going to go with my director thing, because right. this would be uh, Francis Ford Coppola's third movie, and his other two are The Godfather and The Godfather Part Two. Oh, okay. So, so you're like, definitely pulling that off if you got to. I can lose Apocalypse now. The other problem is there's a ton of like war movies on here, and you could lose some of them. Honestly, I, I got to be honest. I might watch Apocalypse now before I watch The Godfather. You're such an idiot. <laughs> You're wrong, by the way. You're. I'll put it this way. What's the last time you watched Apocalypse Now? <laughs> Not now. It's been a long time. <laughs> Not now. What's wrong with you? <laughs> it's been. Yeah, 10 it, years I'll tell you weeks. this. It's now. Um, North by Northwest is like two twenty. I think two hours and twenty minutes. Okay. Here's the difference. That time flies by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no that's time. an easy two hours and twenty minutes, where you can watch. There can be a two hour and twenty minute movie where you're like, oh dear God. Um, Apocalypse Now is only two twenty seven. And I feel like Apocalypse Now is four hours long. That's another long movie. You're right. It does seem long. That's see. That's how I feel about The Godfather. Because it has a couple scenes that everybody remembers. Everybody remembers like, oh, you know, this, they just I love the smell of napalm in the morning, like yeah. and all that stuff. That's all the beginning. Everybody forgets like when he actually gets out to like where Kurt says it is interminable out there. It takes forever. Yeah, see, it's been a long time. I could be wrong. I, I don't know why I remember The Godfather's being. Maybe it was because I watched it more when I was a kid, and it was like, oh God, I just want to watch cartoons. Who knows? It and could also, be the first time I ever I bought The Godfather to rewatch it myself, like as an adult. I bought it. It was the first thing I ever bought from China, <laughs> and I got it. And the first disc, it was two discs long, and the first disc worked, and the second disc didn't. And I had to go all again and find it again. Listen, if for some reason you have to be trapped in your house for several months, maybe you should watch The Godfather. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I may try, but I'm. I'm, I'm I haven't been trapped in the house at all, so. <laughs> all right, so we've gone far afield of North by Northwest in one way, but uh, I think we've proven that, like, uh, a couple of those movies could have gone probably off the list, and certainly under this movie. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This movie I mean, belongs. Uh, this movie belongs. And I, I would probably, I might even keep it in the 40s, like, about where it's at. It's, like, in the 50s or 40s. Like, it's probably fine there, but I think there's other movies that can go up to take the place of some of the garbage that's in front of it. Right. Which, again, there should be less and less of. Like, if we hit, like, the top 10 or 20 and, like, I'm still throwing movies out, that either says that they're wrong about, like, what's there or, like, I've got a severe problem, which is yeah. possible. Yeah, it's a possibility, too. All right. So, I'm gonna, are you counting your change? What's wrong <laughs> I with you? It. I picked it up. <laughs> sorry. My God. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's, I, I forgot to point. tell everybody. Chris is a hobo. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to get my two cents in. 
<laughs> oh man, we are done. This this podcast is at an end. Give our plugs. We are the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. We're on DoingGenre.com. We did Clerks one minute at a time. We did Mallrats one at a time. We're working our way through Chasing Amy at this moment when this comes out. We were also uh, on a podcast called The Burbs Minute. You can check that out. That's it. That's all I got. Anything else? No. Uh, if you're looking for this podcast for some reason because you want us to leave and you want to listen to the other hosts, <laughs> you can go over to the Hitchcock Minute Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, uh, you know, all the other fine podcatchers. You can go over to HitchcockMinute.com. Oh, hear that music coming on. Mention the... You know, we got. You can go over to Man Washington's Nose on on the Facebook. Uh, you can go over to the Hitchcock Minute on Twitter. You know, a bunch of other places. I'm sure. I'm sure there's a Pinterest page. Um, if you go on Man uh, Washington's Nose and you give the secret code, Jim O'Kane will come by your house and give you a ride in a Tesla. <laughs> and introduce you know. you to all the astronauts he knows. <laughs> yeah, all the astronauts he knows. Yeah, he's got the actual rocket from the Rocketeer, and he'll let you fly it around a little bit. And uh, I mean, he'll he'll keep he'll keep track of you with a with a drone, so you can't get away. All right, I think that's all we have. Uh, goodbye, Mr. Thornhill, wherever you are.